The questions you always had. The answers you were never given. The place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. According to a UN whistleblower, the WHO is, quote-unquote, tip of the spear for global tyranny. The United Nations World Health Organization is in the process of usurping ever greater powers over the nations of the world with updates to its international health regime. WHO whistleblower Dr. Astrid Stockelberger said, The WHO has an official agenda for 10 years of ongoing pandemics from 2020 to 2030. They have had this plan for quite some time. Bill Gates grins and chuckles on camera when he announces the next pandemic. Citizens from countries around the world must rise up and make sure this usurpation does not succeed, or freedom and self-government will be lost forever, she warned. Also, experts from the WHO, UN British Secret Services, the US and UK military, the CDC, Pfizer, and government health agencies have revealed a criminal record to implement worldwide tyranny under the guise of pandemics. Now, imagine a day with a new healthcare system. It's actually here. And as the saying goes, when you build it, they will come. Welcome to the dawn of Freedom Healthcare. You are listening to Veritas. If this is your first time, welcome home. To listen to tonight's full interview and all of our material, join the Veritas family and click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. You can make your purchase with a credit card, PayPal, cash, check, money order, and even cryptocurrency. We are now accepting Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, and more. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for Focused Life Force Energy, MMS, Rebounders, CBD Pure Hemp Oil, Pure Organic Sulfur, Flash Drives with all our Sanitas and Veritas Seasons, and other great products. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button of our website at veritasradio.com. And now, here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. Julie Wentz is the co-founder of Arizona Stands Up and the founder, trustee, and minister of Freedom Healthcare. Julie has an extensive background in marketing and management in big box retail management, senior living communities, and technology startups. Along with decades of event management, she received her bachelor's at Oregon State University and spent six months in Vienna, Austria at the University of Vienna, obtaining her international business degree. She is also respite foster parent for the West Valley in Arizona. The website is freedom-healthcare.us. And to tell us what Freedom Healthcare is all about and how it will grow nationwide from my home state of Arizona, I'd like to welcome Julie Wentz. Hello, Julie, and welcome to Veritas. Hello, Mel. How are you? Thank you for having me. I am fine, and thank you for being here with me today because a lot of information is actually coming out saying that uh, this global dictatorship that's coming, it's really the CDC, the WHO, the, the tip of the spear, but there are protections, there are constitutional rights that we have that a lot of people are not too aware of. So what is the backstory for from how you started Arizona Stands Up to now Freedom Healthcare? Well, it actually started uh, in February 2020 when I ended up going down one of those rabbit holes that I think a lot of us 
ended up going down. But I actually had two ladies staying with me um, that were from Washington State. And one of them had worked in uh, worked for Boeing for 30 years and lived in Wuhan and knew the Wuhan Virology Lab and the wet market. And those conversations over those few days started me researching what was really going on because in my gut and like a lot of people, something was off, something was wrong. So that started the research and looking into what was happening behind the scenes, everything from learning about the patents that are existing all the way through Gates, WH uh, 2020-0606, cryptocurrency uh, patent for body posit- using body positivity data, all of the things that were floating out there and all of these pieces really started coming together. It's like there's something going on. It's not good. And what we're being told is not true. So during this time, we know we all went through a lot of state lockdowns. We went through the whole uh, scamdemic and what was going on. So our goal with Arizona Stands Up was to remove the state of emergency because we knew there was not an emergency. And it was restricting freedoms, killing businesses, um, just wreaking havoc, kids in school, just everything across the board. So the goal was to take down the state of emergency. And we started looking for attorneys to help us. And we first started reaching out to what we thought were the general constitutional attorneys across the country. No one would take the lawsuit. Then we started looking at just normal attorney firms here in Arizona. And basically it was crickets across the board. So we finally did find one conservative firm. They agreed. They were conservative. They knew what was going on behind the scenes. They were willing to take it. We just had to raise the retainer. So we got close to raising the retainer, started working, had a great group of volunteers that were helping us. And when we finally got close to raising the retainer and then that final promise money reached out to say, hey, we got a couple questions. We're about ready to go. And the head of the firm said, oh, sorry, Governor Ducey has uh, asked us to represent him on another case. We can't help you. So it would be a conflict of interest. And I was pretty angry. But then I realized, all right, God was protecting us because if they were willing to go represent Ducey on something else, then we certainly didn't want them. So we started out again, reaching out for attorney firms. And during this time, there started to be the um, kind of the remission of the lockdowns, the softening of, of the closures and the rules. And a few of the attorneys we reached out to said, well, you don't have standing anymore. It's like, wait, the state of emergency is still up. There's no emergency. Why why are you saying we don't have standing? And I think one of the the main things that really made us realize that the system was corrupt across the board was one of the final attorneys that we talked to was actually a a decently well-known attorney here in Arizona. And I started just the conversation from that point forward, talking to different firms. Are you a constitutional attorney? And we asked that question at the beginning of the conversation with this gentleman, and he laughed and said, the Constitution's been gone for 120 years. And I just said, click, we're done, hung up, and started realizing everything that was going on, going, all right, our legal system's corrupt, our executive, nationwide, federal, state, uh, governor, secretary of state, everything that's happened It's just corrupt across the board, judicial system, legal system, governments. 
and started looking, all right, this is, this is going to come down to us. So we started shifting some of what we were doing to a more um, proactive community-based uh, information. So we started uh, Freedom Town Hall. So we had medical professionals come before the people to talk about how they could deal with COVID, um, what were natural ways to do it. We were getting information out to the people. We started a grassroots newspaper called the Freedom Papers, which was uncensored information, kind of like our founding fathers committees of correspondence. The goal was to get articles and information out that were uncensored and a medical freedom alliance bringing medical professionals together that had the real information. And toward the, probably mid, late summer last year, uh, early fall, is when the uh, not only the front line, so police, our you know, federal army, military, and then all of our medical entities here in Arizona started mandating the experimental gene therapy on all of the medical professionals. And I thought, all right, I know what they're doing. I know it's coming. God gives us wisdom and discernment of the things that are happening. And, and this just kept growing throughout this time. I thought they want to destroy our frontline military and then all of the caretakers that take care of people. So during that time uh, is when we created a three-part document process to help the employees of the medical systems here in Arizona hold their ground in their positions so there was a phase one, two, and three. Phase one was documents regarding informed consent, a letter to the employer saying, okay, if you want me to take this experimental gene therapy, um, I want to know if, if I get sick, you're going to pay for my health insurance. If I die, you're going to pay my life insurance. All of these different things that they had to agree to, and these were letters to the CEOs and the HR, along with a receipt, a signed receipt, so the medical professionals started taking that out to their HR at the hospitals around the state, Dignity, Banner, Honor. And um, that was the first part. Very few got a signed receipt or anything returned. We went to phase two. Phase two was a, a notarized affidavit that the employees could take into the HR and CEO directly and say, okay, here's all the things that are going on. You're violating my constitutional rights, uh, U.S. Code, Clean Hands Act, all the things that were entailed that rights that they were violating of um, the employees. And just kind of just a little, little backstory on me. I, I didn't like history didn't like politics, never expected to get into anything like this. I had a nice little tiny life with my dog, just doing my thing. And then, you know, the entire, the entire thing opens up. So I had learned how to write these notices and affidavits from a couple gentlemen that were fighting for um, our election integrity here in Arizona and then helping businesses stay open. And then the third phase was a cease and desist. And each of these documents went into not only the internal information that these employees were receiving from the upper echelon of the hospital systems, but also holding them accountable. So the cease and desist went directly to the CEOs in HR and put a $2 million liability personally on their heads should they terminate any of the employees or push the COVID protocols. 
And we know that those cease and desists had uh, bearing because three of the CEOs uh, of Dignity are retiring. Two and then one more recently of the four that were served, three are retiring. So we know we made a difference, but also looking at, okay, down the road, they could use these documents. It helped them hold their jobs. I got emails from employees across the state going, thank you. It was accepted. We know these documents made a difference. They were holding their ground. So if they did ever have to go to court, they would already have these documents in place. But also realizing all of this time, this was just reactive. This is reactive work. I knew down the road, this wasn't going to stop. These employees would still probably be terminated in the future and the agenda wasn't going to stop. And that kind of comes to the point of how Freedom Healthcare got started. This is so important and it's so timely and relevant right now. But since the beginning of the pandemic, Julie, I've been reminding people that our governor here, Governor Doozy, sits on the board of TGen. You probably know this. Yeah. TGen is an Arizona-based research company, very invested in research, testing and vaccine for COVID-19, testing, and he, he could be in some way benefiting. And no wonder he prolonged the economy-crushing business closures, the, the, the face masks, and the social distancing rituals. What do you think of Doozy? Well, I, I agree with you. And what bothers me the most is that was the goal <clears throat> to take down the state of emergency, which we couldn't even find attorneys to help us do that. And we're also in the third legislative session with our Senate and House, and they have refused to hold him accountable. They could have had two-thirds vote, ended the state of emergency, and we'd be done. Well, the state of emergency is still up in Arizona. The original March 11, 2020 state of emergency is still intact. And I had several volunteers texting me a couple weeks ago going, oh, my gosh, you know, Arizona Republic said that Ducey said, you know, there's no more emergency. And, and one of the one of the senators announced at an LD meeting that that Ducey was dropping the state of emergency. And I just went to the executive order website and there's no rescission of his original executive order. It's still there. So to me, talk is cheap. And we know the money that's been coming from the federal government being in the state of emergency and how all of the states have been benefiting. And that money, even that money that's come in, there was twice, once I think 2020, once in 2021, where Ducey gave $25 million and then $38 million to the hospital systems here in Arizona for, quote, bonuses or help. So the money's been free flowing and where is it gone? I would love to see an accounting in Arizona of all of the CARES Act money and the money that's coming in. And if people don't think that there isn't more behind this, all they have to do is look at his three executive orders. One uh, that was re-upped in February of this year and two from last year that talk about the surveillance um, system that he's put in place where every 24 hours, the information when someone is vaccinated, um, who they are, ethnicity, what the vaccine was, where they live, all their HIPAA information is going to uh, Arizona DHS. And then it goes on to two federal databases that are collecting information on people. So we're still in an emergency and that gives him the right 
to continue this surveillance, sending information to the federal government. And I, I just think that corruption is across the board. Absolutely. And this is apolitical. It happens on the left. It happens on the right. And uh, we're just off, hot off the press. I just received this. CDC defies judge, pushes masks for travelers. And I keep saying this, that the pandemic industrial complex won't stop. And there's plenty of evidence to prove this. Again, just today, the CDC said this, quote, at this time, CDC recommends that everyone age two and older, including passengers and workers, properly wear a well-fitting mask or respirator over the nose and mouth in indoor areas of public transportation, end quote. They want to continue this, Julie. And if it's not yeah. COVID, um, all of a sudden the variants stop. Why is it? Because of Ukraine? Because of Russia? Uh, because the elections are coming? Now we have the Roe versus Wade issue. There are so many distractions taking place right now. But I know Bill Gates is ready for the next one. Yes. Yeah, he is. And you're absolutely right. I saw that where uh, Rochelle Blinsky announced that. And I think there's this breather and this is where people think they're like, oh, my gosh, we're getting our lives back. And and they think they have their freedoms back, which they should never have been taken away in the first place. But I think they're doing it because the election's coming. They're trying to kind of spread this out to get past the election. And I've told people, I just think it's going to be a bigger whammy as soon as we're on the other side of the elections. But then there's also other information coming forth about other viruses, other things that could be launched, the digital currency. You're right. They're not stopping the agenda and, and it's just going to keep going. And there's all these pieces that fit together. Even with our, um, in our state here in Arizona, there's, we found some uh, IGA contracts, intergovernmental contracts between the federal government and some of the counties. And it had to do with the government giving them COVID money for specific things. Well, it also has to do with the quarantine and isolation camps that they want to build here. And there was even a, um, a job description that was up for about two months here in Arizona, it got pulled down a couple of weeks ago, I guess the position was filled for an isolation and quarantine manager of facilities in Arizona. I mean, it's it's out in the open. People have to see, they have to be aware, they have to look. And a lot of people just aren't seeing what's going on. They're just being inducted with fear through the media, through what's going on. And you're right, the distractions are Intense, And if they're distracting us with one thing, that means something else is behind the scenes. We've learned through this whole thing, you know, the Bible says, woe to those who call evil good and good evil. Everything's upside down right now. Everything's upside down. So there's definitely more on the other side. It's a bizarro world. It's upside down. They gaslight us. They project their own crimes into us. Now we have this. What do you call it? The disinformation governance board that's coming out. Uh, why is it? Because we are telling the truth, but now truth is lie. It's so confusing living life these days, Julie. Yeah, it is. And, and it, you know, if at least for me and the people that I know, if you don't have a strong faith going through this, it's even harder for people that don't have something to hang on to because, you know, the spiritual warfare is intense that's going on. And people have to understand this is deliberate and they're going after people at every level. 
And you're right, the disinformation, I just started laughing because I've been telling people for a year, have you guys read 1984? You need to get out the book again. You know, the ministry of truth is coming. And here, you know, it happens. And it's the same the day after, you know, the Roe v. Wade, you know, leak. There's just so many distractions to keep people off. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.